My hair is very soft right now. I don't know why. Your oh, your hair is soft. Just feeling. I thought you said your ear is soft. I don't know. Touch it. Your ear or your hair? Not my hair. Why would you touch my ear? Because I thought you said your ear was... Your hair? Oh my goodness! I know! Whoa! It's weird. Let's get this shit over with. I'm so tired. Let's do it. I gotta wipe all this fucking makeup off. I'll wipe it. Welcome to episode 77 of Beer and Fear. You might not have known this is episode 77 because I was stupid and forgot to say it in the last episode. The last one was 76. This is 77. Uh, if you can't tell, we're recording this immediately after episode yeah. 76. I'm not tired another day. I'm tired the same day. Same day. Still tired. My name is Zach. My name is Paige. And this I'm week... Enthusiasm. This week, uh, we talked about the Long Island Serial Killer, but we're also talking about quicksand. Quicksand. That's the topic for this week's episode. I thought I'd have to deal with quicksand a whole lot more, said everybody who made that same joke. Really? Yeah, everybody makes that joke. That's a joke? Yeah. There's a joke that's like, <laughs> cartoons made me think I'd have to deal with quicksand and free drugs. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think I've ever seen quicksand ever in my life. Me either. Mm-mm. No. I've watched a lot of videos of people dying in quicksand. Really? Like... Oh, like TV? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, there's one of a guy that, like, is trying to, like, supposedly, I don't know if it's a real video, but he's, like, trying to make a video on how to survive in quicksand, and then he drowns in and quicksand. He, oh. But then I also saw an article that was, like, you can't die in quicksand. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll skip the uh, how was your week section, because we already did that. Yeah, we did do that. So, for quicksand, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm happy. I'm really happy and excited about this beer, about this brewery. Why? Is it um, going to blow that one out of the water? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but the brewery, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant, happy. hesitant, but interested. I'm excited about this brewery because the brewery for this episode is Metal Monkey Brewing. Metal Monkey. Metal Monkey Brewing. Why haven't we not done that? Have you heard of them? Yeah. Metal Monkey Brewing. Uh, I've wanted to do these guys for a while because... I've, no, because you've brought them up before. Yes. They are uh, located at 515 Anderson Drive, Suite 900 in Romeoville, Illinois. 60446. Oh, hello. Go on. She's excited about Metal Monkey 2. Romeoville. It's a Romeoville brewery. Wow. I'm so excited to do Romeoville, uh, a Romeoville brewery. It's my hometown, if you didn't know. Metal Monkey Brewing is a craft brewery located in Romeoville, Illinois. Since 2016, we've been making craft beer and monkeying around. Get it? Ha! We are a small brewery producing fine craft beers with a heavy metal edge. We host live music and food trucks at our tap room and can be found on tap throughout Chicagoland. At Metal Monkey Brewing, our goal is to make kick-ass craft beer. With almost two decades of Ow. brewing experience behind us. Watch out. Don't snap too hard. No, oh, that's my arthritis finger. A lot of hard work, dedication, and a fun and inviting tap room. We're bringing the southwestern suburbs of Chicago a truly unique craft beer experience. We love beers that stay true to traditional brewing practices and styles, but also love to mix things up and create something one of a kind. So come on out to Romeoville. Bring some friends. Try some of our many house-made brews and enjoy. 
Uh, I can uh, tell you firsthand, there's not a whole lot to do in Romeoville. <laughs> no. Um, so if you're going to come out to Romeoville, I mean, visiting the, this brewery is pretty much the only fun thing to do. But bring some friends when you go. The beer that we're trying from Metal Monkey Brewing is called Clearing the Sand. Ha. Mm-hmm. It's the only sand-related beer he could find. Yep, the one and only, and I was very impressed. Usually when that happens, I look up a beer. It's only one thing that pops up. I click on it, see if it's available. Nothing. But there was one, one, count them, Benny's store that had this beer in stock, and it was in Bloomingdale, which is only about a half hour away from me. I was very lucky. Hmm. Yesterday, this is a post from Clearing the Sand. Yesterday, uh, talking about February 11th, 2020, Uh we brewed up a brand new beer, Clearing the Sand. This is a collaboration with Huntsman. To coincide with their release of their new album, Mandala of Fear. So Huntsman uh, is an American metal and doom band from Chicago. Currently signed to Prosthetic Records. Whoever that is. I looked on their website. They're actually uh, still actively recording and releasing music. And they're touring around the globe. They have a show. uh, Listen up, people. If you want to see Huntsman, they have a show on April 9th at Empty Bottle in Chicago. And then after that, they're taking 20 days to go from Chicago to the UK to do a tour there. They're going to visit Italy, Germany, Netherlands. Whoever um, those guys are. Huntsman, yeah. So uh, while this beer was released a while ago, people are still enjoying it on draft at the brewery as recently as last week for Untapped. So I didn't look at the can, like dates or anything. They're not ma- making this beer, I think, in cans anymore, but they still have it at the brewery. So this Belgian-style Saison is brewed with oh, Szechuan peppercorn and lemongrass and will be available on draft in cans and in cans for their show coming up here at Metal Monkey. So Huntsman played a show at Metal Monkey in uh, 2020. Oh, wow. So that's why they released this beer in collabs. This is a Belgian-style Saison. We've had one Saison before. It was Apex Predator. Yep. By Off Color for episode three. I actually, I just had that beer. You did. The other day. It was still as good as I remember. Uh, So I'm going to talk a little bit about the style per craftbeer.com. Beers in this category are gold to light amber in color, often bottle conditioned with some yeast character and high carbonation. Belgian style Saison may have Bretonomyces, remember those? Mm -hmm. Or lactic character and fruity, fruity, horsey, goaty. And or leather-like aromas and flavors. That makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why anyone would describe uh, beers as horsey and goaty. Uh, that just makes me think that it's going to smell like manure. Uh, specialty ingredients, including spices, may contribute to a unique and signature character. Commonly called farmhouse ales. So that's kind of where those tie in. Horsey and goaty. Just say farmy. It's got a farmy. Just say farmy. And originating as summertime beers in Belgium, these are not just warm weather treats. U.S. craft brewers brew them year-round and have taken to adding a variety of additional ingredients. Colors uh, generally pale, 3 to 7 SRM, I think about what this is. Bitterness is average, 20 to 40 IBU, and ABV generally ranges anywhere between 4 and 7%. My bitterness is not average. I'd have to agree with you. Saisons are great to pair with seafood, particularly mussels, brie cheese, and lemon ginger sorbet. So I don't have any of those. Uh, I normally have brie in the fridge. I wish I had brie and crackers, because that'd be a good pairing for this Saison, but um, I can't pull another goat cheese, unfortunately. I love goat cheese. So good. Um, 
Clearing the sand is 6% ABV, 23 IBU, unknown SRM. There's no Beer Advocate page. No. Just like the other one. Um, and you can check out Metal Monkey Brewing. It's at Metal Monkey Brewing on Facebook, at Metal Monkey Brew on Twitter and Instagram, and then their website, MetalMonkeyBrewing.com. Dot com. I'll add this to the list. And I'll get the beer. Okay. What up, Skank? What up, ho? Clearing the sand. There's Huntsman. I like the green. At the top there. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, the I green like fade the into green. the purple. It's like your hair. I like You did that hair thing. I like it. Certified Independent Craft Brewers Association. Have I? Yeah. Where is this? This place is over by your house, right? It's on the east side of Romeoville near Animal Control. That's um, right. Yeah, it's off of That's 53. Right. Yep. Oh, God, Ooh. it's so foamy. She's bit up a little. A little bit? Ooh. Oh. It smells like pepper. I smell animals. Ooh, oh. that's weird. <laughs> I'm not into that. It smells like, yeah, it smells like pepper. And... I, no, I smell animal poop. <laughs> that smells like yeah. animal poop. <laughs> I'm not okay. No, I swear, it smells like geese shit. <laughs> It smells like it smells like when you go to an old like like a small aquarium and you're just like this is where the fish poo. Yeah, what is this up? This smells so bad. What the fuck? <laughs> oh god. So bad. I can't. <laughs> oh no. I don't want to drink this. <laughs> oh no. You're getting a sip out of me. Okay, don't make the same mistake, Zach. That's it. That's all I'm going to drink. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at that. All right, let's let let's let this hang out for a second. <laughs> Just a glass of foam. Oh. I don't want to smell God. it again. It smells worse than the glass. <laughs> what the fuck? That smells awful. Oh, my God. I'm just blown away by how bad that smells. That's awful. I need to. I need to go back to this. Excuse me, because I just. Oh, happy place. Happy place. Pleasant, peachy. Pleasant, pleasant. Smells like pleasant, shit. Pleasant, peachy, peachy. Oh, butthole, butthole. <laughs> it smells like the children's diapers at work. It smells like you're walking through a field and a bunch of geese just. Emptied their bowels everywhere. That's disgusting. Oh, what my in the world? God, I've never smelled a, I am a liquid. So upset. I've never smelled a oh. liquid that smells like this. Is this beer okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. Is there a date on this? Oh, a light, refreshing citrus flavor. <laughs> my ass. <laughs> Yeah, your ass, literally. Oh my god, my ass is canned in this. <laughs> my ass don't smell this bad. Ass in a can. There's no date on this bottle. Just awful. I'm scared to drink oh, this. Jesus. Okay, yeah, it smells like ass and peppercorn. Yeah, it does. Right, pour a little more in there. Let's take a sip. Hell no, I'm not pouring more in there. Look how much is in there. It's a little bit more light. than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> it's a little bit lighter than the uh, other beer, than the peach one. Okay, there's a badge that people are getting that says the trip to the farm badge. 
Oh, probably for Farmhouse. Is it maybe yeah. just because it's Sizons? Farmhouse and Sizons, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit darker than the last beer, and it's also a little bit more cloudy. It's maybe, not as maybe Twitter has more answers. Not as clear. Foam hangs out about just as long. I am just blown away with what how disgusting this is. Was this February of 2022 or February of... 20... No, it's 2020. 2020. Oh, 2020 is when ago. it came out. I can see. smell the pepper, though. It's really... I am just completely overtaken by the smell of ass. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to try this. <laughs> okay, well, let me find... I mean, just give me a sec here. I want to find if there's like someone that's like, yes, it's supposed to smell like this. <laughs> I need to know that it tastes better than it smells. I really don't think it does. I am sad. This is weird. By the smell. I found their Facebook post on it when they released it. Yeah, but I'm looking for comments. Oh, let me see if I can pull that up. Here's the Facebook post. Yesterday we brewed up a brand, blah, 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 blah. This person says, mm, I love Saison's uh, and lemongrass and peppercorn sounds fantastic. This person says, sounds like another hit in the making, can't wait. Uh, let's just throw caution to the wind and get food poisoning. If I like it, I'll drink more. <laughs> I smelled it. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't taste like ass. No, so it, there's see, that. it tastes better than it smells. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people like the taste of ass. I'm just not. Now, that's got a weird stank thing going on with it. It's... I don't know. I think I'm also just kind of like my tongue is like a little bit like peaches. Yeah. This is weird. Yeah. It sort of it has a an aftertaste of beef jerky. Stop it. <laughs> and it, it really does taste like if you like took a spoon and just stuck it in the dirt on a farm and ate it. It's like yeah. That's funny. It's it's farmy. It is farmy. Is it farmy? Now, Apex Predator does not taste like this. It's not that strong of a farmhouse sale. But the, I don't, I don't understand the fascination with these with farmhouse sales. I don't really get it. I don't think a beer should taste like this. I don't think it should. Why do you keep drinking it? I'm trying to give it a chance, and I stop I it. I can't. It smells like booty hole. Uh, I'm sorry, Metal Monkey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we said that your beer that you worked very hard on smells like animal I'm sorry, ass. Huntsman. I'm not sorry, though. Huntsman, your beer is not good. No, I don't know why people order this. I don't know why people drink it. It's not good. It's getting a 10 for me. Quicksand. Quicksand. Better be quick about it. <laughs> I get it. It's got, the, it's got the word quick in it. Quicksand. Is a <gasps> stop smelling it. Smell your peach. Oh yeah, I got peach left. I got peach left. Is a colloid consisting of fine granular material. Material. Colloid. Colloid is a mixture in which one substance consisting of microscopically dispersed insoluble particles is suspended throughout another substance. Whoa. Okay. So water and sand. Okay. You know. You know liquid. water and sand. My next band name. Water and Sand? Yeah. 
we we go together like water and sand. <laughs> it forms in saturated loose sand when the sand is suddenly agitated. When water in the sand cannot escape, it creates a liquefied soil that loses strength and cannot support weight. Quicksand can form in standing water or in upward flowing water. In the case of upward flowing water, forces oppose the force of gravity and suspend the soil particles. Hmm. The saturated sediment may appear quite solid until a sudden change in pressure or shack initiates liquefaction. This causes the sand to form a suspension and lose strength. The cushioning of water gives quicksand and other liquefied sediments a spongy, fluid-like texture. Objects in liquefied sand sink to the level at which the weight of the object is equal to the weight of the displaced soil-water mix. Whoa. Whatever that means. And the submerged object floats due to its buoyancy. Yeah. Soil liquefaction may occur in partially saturated soil when it is shaken by an earthquake or similar forces. The movement combined with an increase in pore pressure leads to the loss of particle cohesion, causing buildings or other objects on that surface to sink. It's very sciencey, Isn't it? <laughs> Quicksand is a sheer thinning non-Newtonian fluid. I love non-Newtonian fluids. What even is a non-Newtonian fluid? It's... Um... Something is a fluid that does not follow Newton's laws of viscosity. That's answer that for you. Yeah, gotta be quick. It's quicksand. It like baking powder and um, baking powder and water. When undisturbed, it often appears to be solid or gel form. But a less than one percent change in the stress on the quicksand will cause a sudden decrease in its vac- v- 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 viscosity. After an initial disturbance, such as a person attempting to walk on it, the water and sand into the quicksand separate and dense regions of sand sediment form. It is because of the formation of these high-volume fraction regions that the viscosity of the quicksand seems to decrease suddenly. Someone stepping on it will start to sink. To move within the quicksand, a person or object must apply sufficient pressure on the compacted sand to reintroduce enough water to liquefy it. The forces required to do this are quite large. To remove a foot from quicksand at a speed of one centimeter a second would require the same amount of force as that needed to lift a car. Hang on one second. Okay. Where are you going? I don't know what he's doing. This is a fun science experiment. You should, you should do this for kids. Uh, you mentioned I can't do it for toddlers. They put it in their mouth. <laughs> they can't eat baking soda. <laughs> uh, it's it's cornstarch and water, and it's called ublek. Uh-huh. Ublek is a non-Newtonian fluid. And um, Yeah, I think I've seen that. And you can Your actually... Your fingers are going to be so gross now. Like, it's... It's a solid... Like, when it settles, it's very it's very hard and stiff. And not right now, but like if it were to settle more, I think if you put it in the fridge... Um, but then it's like at the bottom, it's very, it's like a solid, it's a solid and a liquid at the same time. Uh-huh. And, um, if you add food coloring to it, it looks pretty damn cool. You can add like blue food coloring. It's a popular science experiment. This is a non, a non-Newtonian fluid. You want to put your hand in this? Not at all. Cause you can feel at the bottom how it's a solid. It's uh-huh. like settling down at the bottom. But then it becomes a liquid. Because uh, you're disturbing it? Yeah, exactly. It is impossible for a human <laughs> to sink entirely into quicksand. <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving on. I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> Just playing with my oobleck. <laughs> Just stop fingering the oobleck. I'm uncomfortable. Due to the higher density of the fluid, I don't like how you're feeling up the oobleck right now. Quicksand has a density of about 2 grams per cubic centimeter, whereas the density of the human body is only about 1 gram per cubic centimeter. Mm-hmm. At the level of density, sinking beyond about waist height in quicksand is impossible. Yep. Even objects with a higher density than quicksand will float on it if stationary. Aluminum, for example, has a density of 2.7 grams per cubic centimeter, but a piece of aluminum will float on top of quicksand until motion causes the sand to liquefy. Oh. Continued or panicked movement, however, may cause a person to sink further in the quicksand. Since this increasingly impairs movement and can lead to a situation where others factors such as weather exposure, sunstroke, dehydration, hypothermia, drowning in a rising tide, or predatory animals may harm a trapped person. Quicksand may be escaped by slow movement of the legs in order to increase the viscosity of the fluid and rotation of the body so as to float in the supine position lying mm-hmm. horizontally with the face and torso facing up yeah prone is when you're on your stomach mm-hmm. the opposite of prone is supine I look, call at that that. The See, look at that yeah. Oh, yeah i see but then isn't that cool uh-huh. oh god did you like you spill too yeah i spill much. a lot that's my section okay let me wash my hands okay this here. The oobleck? In case you wanted to finger it. Yep. Go ahead, finger the oobleck. I'm good. I got oobleck in my crevices. <laughs> That's the worst. That is not a good beer. It's not. I can't believe you drank it. So, per Wikipedia, yeah, where we unapologetically get a majority of the information we use for episodes. I refuse to apologize for anything that I do. Quicksand is a trope of adventure fiction, particularly in film, where it is typically and unrealistically depicted with a suction effect that causes... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> that causes people or animals that walk into it to sink until fully submerged and risk drowning. Drowning. This has led to the common misconception that humans can be completely immersed and drowned in quicksand. However... This is physically impossible. According to a 2010 article by Slate, the gimmick had its heyday in the 1960s when almost 3% of all films showed characters sinking in clay, mud, or sand. Because quicksand is denser than the human body, people and animals can get stuck in it, but no one has died the way quicksand deaths are portrayed in media. Humans and animals actually have a tendency to float on the surface, much like water, Our legs are pretty dense, so they may sink, but the torso contains the lungs and thus is buoyant enough to keep afloat. Did you know that? The torso contains the lungs? I had no idea. I thought my lungs were in my elbows. Part of my research. The key is to lean back and allow your body to take up more surface area. Moving in the quicksand won't cause you to sink. In fact, slow back and forth movements can actually let water into the cavity around a trapped limb, loosening the quicksand's hold. I'll let you water my cavity, (laughs) whatever that means. Getting out will take a while, though. Physicists have calculated, this is cool. Physicists have calculated that the force required to extract your foot from quicksand. I said that already. I was playing with Ooblick. You weren't listening at all? The force of a medium-sized car? Yes. Yeah, I was playing with Ooblick. Are you fucking kidding? 
Even though there are zero reported deaths to, quote, drowning in quicksand, the way we see in movies and on TV, I will talk about two cases where quicksand contributed to an individual's expiration. This is from DailyMail.com in the UK, dated August 2nd, 2012, by Jaya Narin. Nicole Rayborn, 33, had flown out to Antigua with her son and daughter to attend her father's second marriage at a five-star resort. She met friends at one of the bars, and they enjoyed a drink and a chat together. When the rest of the party left for dinner, she decided to stay behind to watch the beautiful sunset from the beach. The beach. As she walked out towards the sea near the Jolly Beach Resort, she became stuck in sinking sands, an inquest was told. With the sky darkening and the waves beginning to lap around her, she began to scream for help and police were called. The inquest in Blackpool was told her terrified cries could be heard, but in the failing light, no one could see where she was stuck. Did nobody have a flashlight? Apparently not. Ms. Raybone's sandals and mobile phone were discovered in the bar area of the hotel and a frantic hunt was launched by family, friends, and hotel staff. Eventually, her body was found close to the shoreline near the 300-pound-a-night hotel in the resort on the western coast of the island. There are no warnings on the beach, although other visitors have reported problems with quicksand. Recording an accident verdict, coroner Ann Hind said, You can imagine how frightened she was. Having arrived on holiday, everyone was happy about the forthcoming marriage. She just took a stroll along the beach and got into difficulties in very deep sand quicksand it is frightening how quickly it all happened her family went to look for her but it was going dark it was easy to sink deep into the sand the beach sloped and it became pitch black the tide that night was very rough and high so she drowned not in the quicksand but because of the quicksand uh my second and last story very short this is from mysanantonio.com dated september 20th 2016 by Kelsey Bradshaw. Hey, Kelsey Bradshaw. What up, Kelsey Bradshaw? Jose Ray Escobedo, who was 50 at the time of his death, was reported missing July 7th, 2015, around 10 a.m. On July 8th, police received a call reporting a light blue car had been parked underneath the San Antonio River Bridge in Goliad County for several days, according to Goliad County Sheriff's Office. Officials found a blue Mercury sedan parked on the east side of Highway 239 Bridge over the San Antonio River. Inside, authorities found Escobedo's glasses and shoes that were confirmed to be his the next day. Hmm. Escobedo's family told officials the 50-year-old often took to swimming alone in the river. He was known to access the river in the Falls City area, but it is possible he went swimming and did not return to his vehicle. Lieutenant Will Johnson of the Carnes City Police Department wrote in the incident report. There was no indication Escobedo had gone fishing or camping just by looking at his vehicle, according to the report, and it didn't seem like he met someone and left with them, leaving his car behind. On July 10th, three days after Escobedo went missing, a helicopter supplied by the Texas Department of Safety flew from the Highway 239 bridge to the US-59 bridge. Officials found nothing. The following day... Game Wardens, Kevin Fagg, and William Zepp. You know he got made fun of. Oh, him God, yes. Time for that. He's the kind of person who would, who would if you said his name, he'd say, it's Fagg. Yes, it's Ke- 100%. It's Kevin Fagg. Yes. It's Fagg. It's, f- it's Fagg. 
Nope. Kevin Fagg and William oh. Zapp searched the San Antonio River by boat and found Escobedo's body lodged in quicksand 350 yards upstream from the bridge where he parked his car. He had expired and fallen face first over the sandy outcropping, the report said, adding that his body was lodged in the quicksand from his feet to the bottom of his buttocks. His butt? Yeah, all the way up his Ticks. legs. His buttocks? Officials found no evidence of foul play, and on July 13th, an autopsy ruled his cause of death to be drowning. Escobedo's death was one of 114 to occur across the state in rivers and lakes in 2015. When Escobedo was reported missing, there was, quote, a whole lot of rain. That day, said Trevor Boucher, uh, <laughs> National Boucher. Weather Service meteorologist on Tuesday. Trevor Boucher. Boucher. And the days before Escobedo's death was when the area was the wettest, he said. The San Antonio River, quote, got as high as 8.3 feet. 8.3 feet? On July 4th. That's pretty high. He said, adding that the first four days of the month saw about five, uh, four to five inches of rain upstream in Bexar and Como County. Como. So these people didn't die in, well, they did die in quicksand. These people didn't drown in quicksand. They didn't sink up to their head and they didn't lose air and asphyxiate. They got stuck in quicksand, were unable to get out, and ended up drowning because of the water. Ridiculous. Which is a frightening way to go. Truly. Like, can you imagine being stuck in sand and then seeing the water level around you slowly rise and rise and oh, rise God, yeah. and rise until you're like this? God. So, now you know how to get out of quicksand. You're not going to sink. Moving your legs isn't going to make you sink more. It might you actually help you get out. Just panic motions. Yeah. Just uh, you want to try to move your legs slowly up and float on your back. And then. Yeah. And then. A little bit of that. A little bit yeah. of this. If you can find like a branch or a twig or something. Just pull yourself yeah. out. You know. You know how it'd be. Yeah. How it'd do. What do you think of the beer? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Not great, Paige. It was gross. Not great. That was, that was night and day compared to the one I yeah, picked. Really? It's like, embarrassing. We had these beers back to back, and um, Paige's was phenomenal, and mine tasted like goose poop. <laughs> that sounds how it usually is. <laughs> A gross. Yeah, no, I'm not drinking any more of that. Yeah, don't. And I'm going to finish, finish my peach rings. There you go. Mm. Good choice. It smells like booty hole. Is that what Huntsman's about? Booty hole? There's heavy metal. A booty hole. It's their hit single, booty hole. That <laughs> hurt my throat. <laughs> How do they do it? Um, yeah, it's it's just, it tastes like a, it smells and tastes like a farm and pepper. Pepper wasn't the best thing to, see, isn't that cool? Pepper wasn't the best thing to mix into that beer. Beerandfearcast.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. Nope. Spoofy. Instagram, TikTok, or uh, it's at Beer and Fearcast. Yeah. To follow us, stay up to date with our episodes that we release every <sighs> Wednesday at noon, every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Time, um, and then all of our popular, all of the popular podcast platforms that are out there, save for Google Podcasts right now because they're they're really making it difficult for us. But yeah, Spoofy, make a Spotify account. I think with a free account you can listen to podcasts. You can. You'll get ads, but you can actually like queue up the episodes you want. It's free. And then on our website, beerandfearcast.com, you can listen to the episodes there. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's great. Yeah. 
check out our beer list. 